What is going on, motherfuckers? It is back. We are back. Colorful Convos, episode 28. How are we, babies? Yeah. All right. We're feeling good. Episode 27 with Brendan was fucking awesome. I got so much cool feedback uh, from it. It was awesome having, like, parents of ours and friends of our parents listen to it because, like, they grew up. We grew up around them. And then, like, kids from, like, elementary school were uh, DMing me. Like, shit, people that I haven't talked to in a while. I got to reconnect with them. And it was so cool. And it was an awesome experience. And I can't wait to have him back on the show as well as having other friends back on the show. It's awesome. I love this. I'm having so much fun with it. Okay? Last time I talked to you was October 1st, but it don't matter. Okay? It's October 12th now. We're going to talk again. And we got a bunch of shit to talk about. So much has happened in those 11 days, all right? So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 28 of Colorful Convos with Nico. And last time I talked to you guys, it was right before I went on my awesome uh, camping trip that I was talking about to Zion. And I'm going to tell you guys about it. All right. <clears throat> Zion was incredible. Listen, if you ever get an opportunity to explore uh, Zion National Park and just any national park in general with a group of close friends and everything, do it. Get in your car tomorrow and do it. If you have the opportunity, because... Th- my breath was taken away so many times um, over the weekend in Zion. We stayed about an hour outside of it at this place called the Kolob Reservoir, which was this beautiful hidden uh, man-made lake that was surrounded by these beautiful, gorgeous aspen trees. Uh, and we just had our own little niche spot, me, Allie, and six of our friends, and we were all out there. We drank and we smoked and we did some shroomies and we had a lot of really good time. A lot of really good time. That makes sense. Okay. And, you know, doing those type of things, psychedelics in Zion, which is funny because it's pronounced Zion, apparently, the Utahns out here, Utahns. Okay. They believe uh, we sound stupid when we say Zion. It's actually Zion National Park, so if you ever come out west and you say Zion, some Utah blonde girl is going to yell at you and be like, it's Zion. And don't say college, because they think that that sounds so fucking funny. College. You say college, they're like, oh, college. You're saying college. Anyways, had an amazing time out there. Zion is your eyes, like, you feel like a kid. Like, you're looking at these mountains, looking at these layers of earth in front of you waterfalls, little uh, areas to swim, and we were just around a good group of people, and I had an amazing time, and I can't wait to go back, and if you ever want uh, some information about, like, Zion and what things to do there, hit me up, and if I don't know the answer, I'll fucking send it to my Utah friends out here, and they know everything about everything, okay, so that was a great time, we got back safe, it was, slept in the car, super cool, the stars were out, we got to see Mars, I got to see my moon shadow, 
uh, it was just an amazing, an amazing time. So shout out to everybody that went on that trip. Uh, and I can't wait to go again and tell you more stories about it. But, oh, God. Okay. So we get back. Get back from the trip. And my plan for this past week was I'm going to officially become a Utah resident. Okay. Going to say bye to the Michigan's driver's license and go in and get a Utah driver's license. Because you know what? That's fun. That's cool. I came out here to start a new thing and I want to get the fucking ID. Plus, it's it feels like Michigan has the ugliest ID ever. It's just so bland. Every other ID is so colorful and Utah one's got a mountain on it. Just so much fucking cooler. Okay? So the plan was to get a new ID. Now, I fucking hate the Secretary of State. And I believe that you do too. I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning knowing they have to go to the Secretary of State and says, it's going to be a good day today. No. You want to know why? Because, like I've talked about other jobs in the past that are just miserable, this one, Secretary of State, this is the pinnacle. All you do every day is sit and wait for other people to come to you, and you are in the shittiest building, and you deal with the shittiest people every single day. Let me tell you about my Utah DMV story. I get to the place, you have to book an appointment if you want it to go faster. You can show up and wait in line, but, you know, who knows who you're going to fucking encounter outside waiting, number one. Number two, who, who knows how long you're going to be waiting for. I get there, my appointment's at 3.15, I arrive 2.50, because you want to know why I arrive early for everything. Everything. Go up, lady with the clipboard, already in a bad mood, which instinctively puts me in a bad mood. Okay, I don't want to be there either, Sheila, but you, with your shitty, crummy attitude at the door already, first question, do you have an appointment? Piss me off. And I was like, yeah, I do. It's under Gonzalez, name's Nicholas, here for a driver's license. She gives me snotty attitude, she's like, I don't see your name. And I was like, well, I have my confirmation number. I show her my confirmation number, and she goes, okay, sir, please stand here to the left. I said, okay, Sheila. Gentleman that follows behind me walks up to the same clipboard lady and goes, Hey, I don't have an appointment. I was here yesterday at this time. Lady told me to come back and give her this piece of paper that they needed to finish whatever the fuck they were doing. Lady with the clipboard goes, Okay, do you have an appointment today? Guy goes, No, but I just have to give this to her. Can I just go in and give it to her? She said, well, I would, but the guy, uh, like you have to make an appointment. So if you don't have an appointment, stand to the line over there with all the misfits. Okay, in the misfit line, three homeless people, two hoochie mamas. Okay, like you know, girls that wear like the backward snapback. You know what I'm talking about? Walking around like really obnoxious. It smelled horrible, and then you had a couple old people mixed in that line. So it was just a bad line in general. Okay. So this guy goes, "Well, who has an appointment at 3:15?" Ding, 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 ding. I raise my hand and I'm like, I actually, I do, sir. And he goes, well, would you let me go in with you and use some of your time to talk to the girl about my situation? Now, usually I am a very understanding person. I will look at you in the eye and say, you know what? Yeah. If someone, if I had a rush, whatever, need to deal with shit, you don't want to be at the Utah DMV. I don't want to be at the Utah DMV. Go ahead. But you know what? Me that day? No. 
looked at the guy and went, sorry, man, no. You need to have an appointment. I've been waiting here. It's my turn to go. Oh, God, the fucking button I pushed on that guy immediately starts yelling obscenities. Like, fuck you. Fuck this government. Fuck this. You're probably like a Black Lives Matter person, you stupid liberal, like yelling at me. And I was just like, why are you like, what does that have to do with anything? Why are you attacking me for things that I believe in? One of all, second of all, I don't know you guy. He's yelling, you're a fuck you, stupid government. I can't wait till Trump overthrows all the And it just immediately became political. And I was like, I literally went, <laughs> you know, like that fake rich guy laugh that I do. <laughs> I did that. And he didn't like it. Okay. And he was yelling obscenities, walking away. Like, I'm never coming back. And the lady was like, okay. And the thing is, you don't need to come back to the DMV if you need to, if you can do it all online now. So like, you're kind of right as you walk away. So this lady, finally, after fucking dealing with fucking guy up his ass, okay, Rick, Rick the dick, okay, she goes, sir, Mr. Gonzalez, me, go ahead, you're allowed to go inside. I said, great, okay, I'm sitting there, lady, Sheila, walks past me, I don't know, get some water, take a break, whatever. I'm in line for like five minutes. Sheila approaches me. Unbeknownst to her, she approaches me and goes, Sir, have you checked in with me? Have you checked in with me? You can't just walk in. And I thought she was joking because we had that little connection with the crazy Rick the Dick. So I was like, oh, this lady's joking. So I didn't respond. I was like, ah, ha, ha. And she goes, no, sir. What's your name? What's your appointment time? And I was like, uh, my name is this. My confirmation number is this. That's my name right there. You already circled it. You crossed it out. She went, okay, 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 okay. And I went, oh, 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 got you, bitch. That's what I said. I get up to the fucking counter. Finally, I'm having a, I'm ready to go. I've been in there for like 30 minutes. It smells horrible. Okay. Homeless people everywhere yelling, people cussing out the people behind the counter. It's a shitty place to be. I walk up probably to the most normal looking lady at the counter. Old lady. Nice looking lady. Okay. I approach with all my stuff and I go, hi, how are you? She goes, what do you need? And I said, huh. Literally went, huh. Okay. I go, I need a driver's license. Okay. She's like, okay, do you have passport? I said, yes. She goes, do you have social security? I said, yeah. Your Michigan driver's license. Yep. And then two pieces of mail. And I was like, I have one piece of mail. Can I show you another one on my phone? Or send you something via email so I can get my new license? Not even fucking second guessing herself. She goes, nope. Next. And fucking push me aside. No ID for me. I sat there for 30 minutes. Thumb up my ass for no reason, guys. Come on. She wouldn't let me fucking get an ID because I didn't have an extra piece of mail. Who has mail? I had. I was lucky I had one piece of mail. Second of all, why can't I just show you on my phone that I live here? I don't know what the problem is, all right? I don't know what the issue is with having a person just one piece of mail. Like, oh, come on. Like, you know I don't want to be here. And then she hits me with the, well, your appointment is from 315 to 330. 
It's 3.20 now. If you would like to go back to your house and grab a piece of mail and be back in 10 minutes, you'll be all set and we can take care of you. And I looked her in the eye and I said, 10 minutes? You can't do shit in 10 minutes, let alone go go back home and find a piece of mail. She's like, you can go to a printer. I said, do you have a printer here? She's like, yeah. I was like, can I email you a fucking address bill or something and you can print it? She goes, no, we don't do that. And I said, why not? She goes, I don't know, but that's a good idea. And I went, oh, oh, oh my God. I was like, exactly. That's a good idea. So let me do it. So I'm still a fucking Michigan resident. Okay. Not a problem. I don't care. I love Michigan. I'm glad. But now I have to figure out all this voting absentee thing, you know, and that's just a nightmare. Why does the United States, why do they have, why can't the United States be like Canada, New Zealand, Australia, like countries that once you turn 18, you are automatically like booked and rolled and like you are tracked, you have this thing and they're like, you can register to vote. And on the day or the weeks before the election, they send you a card and they're like, here's your voter card. If you want to go vote, vote. That'd be so much easier. I don't get it. United States. Okay, you have to email this guy to get to this guy. And then if you want to do this option, you got to go over here. And then this guy's going to send you this. And you can't do this because you can do And then they wonder why voter registration and turnout is so low. We rank like 156th in voting registration and voting on election day. That's so fun. 156th? Lesotho, the country inside of South Africa, is higher than us. The Vatican is higher than us. What is going on, guys? I gave you that whole rant on episode 25 about get your sticker and vote shit. But it's fucking hard to get your sticker, and I understand why people get so fucking frustrated. (sighs) So, like, the United States need to figure it out. Okay, once you turn 18, you should automatically be allowed to register to vote. Then they fucking have you in a system. They send you this card. Boom, boom. You show up on election day. You get your sticker and you get the fuck out. But no. Laws to the United States, we always like to take the extra second step. Okay, we like to fucking do the thing without reading the directions or the manual. And the manual is right there for the United States. But they're like, ah, they're like that guy that you know that can fill, build a dresser and without looking at the directions. That's who the United States is. Fallout, okay? So we, I'm out of the fucking Utah DMV. No ID. I'm fine. Continue on with the week. Then, my phone breaks. Oh, so on Friday, I'm getting ready to go to work. I've been riding the scooter to work every day because it's nice out here. It's 60 when you wake up. I'm cruising, looking at the sunrise over the mountains on the scooter through my helmet. Feeling good like I should. And I go outside, go to start my scooter, go to pair my Bluetooth speaker to my phone. My phone shuts off, won't turn back on. iPhone 10, folks, okay? Hard reset, click the volume up, click the volume down, and then hold the power button eight seconds. That's a hard reset. Your phone should turn on like that. That's what they say. It didn't. All of Friday, no phone. Freaking out. I'm at work. You know, phones now are, I, I'm on my phone a lot, and it's something that I know I'm very bad at. But phones are essential, okay? You need, it's everything. You talk to everybody, your emails are on there. Oh, Nico, you can look it up on your fucking laptop. Shut up. It's quicker on your phone. So, set an appointment with Verizon. Okay, set an appointment with Verizon. I go in. They're like, 
oh, man, your phone's not turning on. I said, I know, Aaron. Help me. And he goes, all right, well, let me look at it. Smoothest guy I've ever fucking talked to. He knew exactly what was wrong. He's like, it looks like your phone's okay. Your screen just needs to be repaired. Do you want to set up an appointment for Monday, today, while I'm talking to you, to fix your phone? I said, yeah, let's do it. Smooth. This guy calmed me down. He had some type of aura to him. So if you don't mind, go write a nice review on Verizon and Sugar House, Utah, about Aaron. This guy's elite at his position. Sets me up on an account. All this shit. Fills my appointment. Ready for today. Guy shows up today at 5 o'clock. Like he said he was. This guy shows up. Doesn't even say hello. I walk up to the door. He's coming up. He goes, give me your phone. Unlock it. And I said, okay. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. I was like, I can't unlock it because it's the screen's not working. He goes, all right, well, I need to go figure this out then. He takes my phone. The appointment scheduler said, Aaron, said that it was going to be a two up to a two-hour appointment. Two and a half hours. Five to seven. He's like, he'll probably be there for an hour, hour and a half. I said, all right, cool. He can come inside. He can sit down. We can watch football. I don't care. Not even shitting you guys. In five minutes, this guy comes back. My phone's working 100%. Brand new screen. Nothing's wrong with it. And he goes, all right, man. So you're going to take a look here, and you're going to click on this. Click on this. All right? The phone's going to tell you to reset. You're going to reset. And the phone was literally doing everything he was saying at the moment he was saying it. This man had it down to a T. He didn't even introduce himself. I didn't even know who he was. I just He showed up in a white van. I gave him my phone. He came back five minutes later. He was like the fucking guru, the genie in a bottle for the phone. He was like, hey, fix your phone. And his eyes, red, bloodshot. You know, when you know that someone's doing coke, that's that guy. He was wired. He was absolutely incredible. But he fixed my phone and I love him. So shout out Jordan, baby. I love you. Listen, not having a phone for two days, though, crazy. Today, driving home from work, don't have a phone. Okay, I drive a Ford Explorer. 2010, nice car. Got me from point A to point B. Got me from Michigan to Utah. It's done its job. The only issue with the car is that the LED lights and screen where the radio display is does not work. So I can't see what's being played. You can hear this new music. I hit aux and luckily it works. But without a computer, I mean without a phone, I can listen to music. So what did I have to do? Listen to the radio. However, I've never listened to Utah radio once yet as I've lived here. Because I always listen to Spotify. I had to scan... Utah radios, basically for the entire duration of my drive home to the point where by the time I got home, I only got to listen to a verse of that Jason Derulo. Savage love, did somebody, did somebody break your heart? Dude, I don't like the song, but I like the song. You know, like it's, oh, like I don't want to like it, but I do like it. By the time I get to there, I'm pulling in fucking scanning mormon radios there's like 50 fucking religious radios in utah by the way so many every other one just the power of christ the next one's like jesus the next one's like yahweh the next one's like christ is coming and you're like jeez i just want to listen to the radio 
A song did come up, though, on my way home that I found quite intriguing, folks. You ever heard of the artist Pink? P exclamation point NK? Pink, you know? She has a song called uh, Raise Your Glass. And I had my windows down. And I was like, you know that, you know when you're just singing those songs that you know you don't care, windows are down, okay? And then I got to like thinking about the fucking lyrics of this song. So I'm going to read you the lyrics of Razor Glass by Pink and Monotone. <laughs> right, right, turn off the lights. We're going to lose our minds tonight. What's the dealio? I don't know, Pink. What's the dealio? That's what I said at my frat parties as I'm getting ready to fucking throw back two beers. Hey, what's the dealio? I love it when it's all too much. 5 a.m. Turn the radio up. Where's the rock and roll? Party crasher, panty snatcher. Call me up if you a gangsta. Don't be fancy. Let's get dancy. Why so serious? Why so serious? Dark Knight reference. I hope you got that. <clears throat> and here's the course. So raise your glass if you are wrong in all the right ways. All my underdogs, we will never be, never be anything but loud. And nitty gritty, dirty little freaks. Won't you come on and come on and raise your glass? Just come on and come on. And raise your glass. Oh, I'm going to just start reading songs in monotone on episodes. Just sneaking them in without even telling you guys. So if you're too school for cool. And you're treated like a fool. You can choose to let it go. We can always. We can always. Party on our own. So raise your glass. Shout out pink. Jesus. Those lyrics are so boring. Like my mama, my, my, I like Pelican Fly. I mean, where's the substance in that? But who cares? It's pink. We loved it when we were younger, right? And we still love it when we listen to it at our family barbecues and your dad's drunk off the keg for the third time that night. And you're like, yeah, raise your glass. And you're like, I'm having a shitty time, but pink's okay. I guess. I don't know. <sighs> Shout out pink. All right. Shout out pink. Why is it that... Why is it that fucking vapes and seltzers have had the same trajectory in life? Okay, vapes, college, me, personally, I remember. Sophomore year of college, Jewel came out. Junior year of college, White Claw came out. Okay, and ever since then, there's been a billion fucking mocks and fakes and different brands, and it's driving me insane. Think about how many times you've went to the vape store or the or the liquor store and you were like, let's buy a different seltzer. And you get so overwhelmed that you can't choose one because there's so many options. You're like, OK, I'm just going to get White Claw. OK, same thing as vapes. You go and you're like, oh, fuck, I should probably stop getting jewel pods. And then you look at the options of disposables and there's ones that light up. There's ones that have 1,500 hits. There's ones that have 600 hits. There's ones that are pink and then blue. And then some have two colors on them. Ooh. And you're like, fuck, I'll just get pods. I'll just keep ruining my life. God, I was just thinking about that. Vapes and seltzers. They've just had the same thing. They have one really well-known brand, White Claw and Jewel. And then just a bunch of fucking ones that are trying as hard to be them. But they can't. So... 
toast as I hit my fucking Soren. Apple flavor, bitches. So good. So, so, so good. But I want to talk about my hometown real quick. Not my hometown, my home state, Michigan. Because some crazy shit's been going down there. And I know you guys have probably already heard of it. And you know it's old news. But I gotta talk about it. Seven men charged in potentially and having a plot to kidnap and murder Governor Gretchen Whitmer. And overthrow Michigan government. Uh, what? You wanted to kidnap the governor? This isn't Olympus has fallen. Who the fuck are you guys? And then they show the seven guys who wanted her out and wanted to kidnap and kill her. And you're like, it makes sense. You're like, oh, that guy's scary. And they big burly like mustache like you can just see the racism in their face like they just are pissed and they're uh, and they just want to kill and they think that their way is right and just bam those guys you know exactly who i'm talking about picture them picture them you know exactly who i'm talking about another thing guy in michigan belleville okay belleville michigan right next to willow run airport out there in ypsilanti shout out ipsy Yipsy, Gypsy Rose. Um, he he took a box of cereal. Think of any cereal you want. Okay, I'm gonna go Cheerios. Takes a box of Cheerios off the ledge and takes a shit in the box and puts it right back on the shelf. What are you doing? I've thought about that multiple times where I was like, I can't go, I can't fucking go poop in here. But then you're like, oh man, what if I just grab one of these? And it's one of those things that you think about all the time, but this guy actually fucking did it. And I'm desperate when I have to poop. When I have to poop, I have to poop. And we've talked about this, not only on the poop episode, but as well as throughout the series of shows, I've mentioned poops and where I have pooped. And you know all about how I pooped in my dog bowl. Okay. That was on episode one. Okay. You know how I've, I've, I mean, this past weekend I was shitting in the woods. Okay, I've shit in the woods all the time. Porter potties. You know, you just shit anywhere you can. You ever want to know about that dog bowl story? Go to fucking episode one. Start from the top and talk about it there. Michigan's crazy, bruh. I love it. Keep shitting in boxes. Don't try to kidnap the governor. She's doing all right. Just fine. Don't fucking... What are you... What, are you going to kidnap her? Come on. You guys? There's no way. They're not fucking quiet and fucking stealthy. Those guys, those are the guys that are running into the counter every time they get up to get another beer from the fridge. You know what I'm saying? It's those guys. So, new music. Uh, new music. New, uh, Travis Scott came out. By the way, I touched a mixer for the first time this past weekend. And I felt all my DJ juices and flowing and everything. Everything was rushing through my body. New mix is going to be coming out ASAP. I cannot wait to share it and do it. I felt really good. Um, going to be having uh, new episodes coming up with a few people. I, you're getting another episode this week later on with this guy named Jason Morris, who's a climber and a promoter for uh, many con- uh, for uh, festivals out here in Utah during the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, But there's a couple shows you need to fucking watch on Netflix. Number one, 
the David Attenborough witness statement, Planet Earth show documentary. Everybody needs to watch it because climate change is the scariest thing in existence today. And he breaks it down from the moment he was born, which was in the 30s, all the way to right now. We went from 66% of the forest when he was born that was uh, left. Remaining forest in the world was 66% in the 1930s. Now, 35%. And it's only going down faster and faster. And he's predi- and he shows some wild predictions about what the world would be like in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years if we didn't figure our shit out. The clock is ticking, guys. Like, the world has 70 years, they're saying. If best right now, if we don't shape our shit. I'm fucking just doing everything I can to play my part. Okay, no fucking throwing out shit on the ground. I'm eating a little better. Trying to stay away from red meats, all right? Going a little pescatarian. Shit like that, okay? You don't have to be that dramatic. But at least know that it's a problem and don't deny the problem and act like it doesn't exist because it does exist. So Life on Earth, uh, David Attenborough, watch it. This man's 93 years old and he's the coolest dude ever, ever. So Life on Earth, David Attenborough on Netflix. Another one, the fucking murder next door, the American story about that fucking Watts family. Chris Watts, the guy who killed his wife and two kids from Colorado And they shot basically the entire show was just live action, uh, ring camera, police video. Like everything was real in it. And they showed everything from the moment he faked everything to the moment he confessed to murdering his wife and children. Fucked up. That guy fucking die. Hope you die in prison. Like he got six life counts. I hope they take his body once he dies, put it in a prison. Let his body rot until that prison falls and then keep moving his body until those prisons all collapse on top of him. Because fuck that guy. That guy was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. But you know who's not horrible? You guys. And we are on a roll, baby. Woo! Episode 28 of Colorful Convos with Nico recorded in one take like I always do. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to follow uh, share, subscribe, whatever the fuck that terminology is. Uh, just get it out there, guys. Show the friends in the world um, this, and I hope we can continue to build a community. And send me some, send me some feedback. It's things that you like, things that you didn't like, things that you want to hear, things that you don't want to hear. If you have an artist that you've been listening to that nobody else knows, send it to me so I can tell everybody, and I'll give you a shout-out. Every episode's a work in progress here, Okay. Rogan, he's at 1,500 episodes, okay? He started 10 years ago. So me, this is a 10-year plan, baby. I'm not worried about anything right now. I'm just trying to get as much content as I can out here so people know that I'm doing this and just trying to get better and better every day so that in 10 years, hopefully when I listen to this, episode 28, I go, wow, 10 years It took Rogan from being the Fear Factor host to being the Joe Rogan experience, getting his podcast bought out by Spotify for $50 million or more, $150 million, I think, and getting his uh, and being able to do what he loves. Howard Stern, the mogul, the goat, the top guy in podcasting and radio since, God, who knows how long. He's about to sign a contract that's going to put him through his life with Sirius XM for $150 million a year. So, 
Am I doing it for money? No, not right now. Not right now at all. And I hope I'm never doing it just for money. I'm doing it because I'm having fun with it. I'm doing it because it's giving me an opportunity to talk some, to some amazing people. I'm doing it because I just want to do it and I don't want to let anything stop me. So I hope you're enjoying it. We will see you guys when we see you guys. Hope you guys are good. Hope you guys are healthy. Hope you guys are safe. We are getting through it day by day and we will get there. And yeah, we'll see you there. See you guys.